Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that expects you to say, yes, chef, after every uh, after every <laughs> interview. And we, yes, we've, got, chef. we've gotten really inspired by the bear. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're real big into the into Chicago beef based uh, melodrama on Hulu. God damn it. Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doima, with Joe. I am Texas Cocazello. <laughs> yes, you, you very. You sound very Texan with that accent. Uh, is that as a I'm Houston? Just, it's, it's everything's big in Texas. It's hey, you know what? Hey, hey, Texas, meet the meet Joe Cocazello, the biggest mouth you've ever met. <laughs> okay, I will give you that. The mouth, you... the, <laughs> the mouth of the Midwest, Joe Cocazello. Mouth of the Midwest, but it's big enough to be at the Texas State Fair. That's All right. right. And, and we could talk about Joe's big... In fact, honestly, if, you, if you've been paying attention for the last, I don't know, hundred-some episodes, uh, every episode's been about Joe's big mouth. But we still have a guest. <laughs> uh, this guest happens to be from Texas, and it's so appropriate it. considering Joe had no idea she was from I Texas. I had no idea. And wore... His Texas out straight up. I was straight up Texas this morning. I was feeling Texas. I got my Bart Starr jersey T-shirt on. I got a fucking Texas Rangers hat going. You have a you have a shirt that screams "I sell turquoise" on the side of the road. Yes, it's, I'm straight. Although that's Texas. more New Mexico, but we'll, we'll count it. I don't have any guns though. I, give me a minute. <laughs> I got yeah, some. There you go. And that person who's going to lend some guns to Joe Cocazello, even though we're going to suggest, please don't. Is comedian and a uh, friend of the show, Sydney Stevens. Everybody, welcome, Sydney. Thank you, thank you for that warm welcome. I love that you look like every person in my hometown right now, Joe. That's fantastic. <laughs> you look like need, my dad's best friend. I need a little Kodiak chew. And <laughs> <laughs> what is the official uh, beer of Texas? It ain't cool. Uh, well. <laughs> Uh, it's not Bud Light. Uh, Lone Star probably. Well, I yeah. mean, Lone Star's made in Texas, so but Keystone I, Light. My friend just, <laughs> yeah. just my friend just went to Texas and brought back uh some beers from Texas and stamped on one emblazoned. I shouldn't even say stamped. It's emblazoned on one of the beers. I'm surprised they're not branded. Like, <laughs> I, are, you, are you suggesting they're branding their beer cans? I am like, surprised they're not like pop 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 pop. <laughs> this is this brand and beer is difficult. Like it's, we keep breaking the bottles. Said, I can't figure out why. It just said "made in Texas by Texans," and I was like, "That's fucking beautiful and ballsy." Like no other state is like, "Yeah, we brewed in Minnesota by Minnesotans," and it just doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't have the same. It doesn't hold the same weight at all. No, it's because. Texas is obsessed with Texas. I, you know what, I'm, I, I, I have a Texas obsession, and that is uh, Texas. What? Yes, it's Texas loving to secede from the rest of the country. I love when, <laughs> I love when they just like they're like, we ain't part of this shit. We're done. We're we're Texas. We're we're our own shit. 
I kind of want to be like a like a petulant child with them. Like, okay, do it. Yeah. <laughs> then they lose all their electricity, and they're like, "Wait, we're uh, just, can we be part of the? We're just kidding. We're just, we're just <laughs> come on, guys. You don't because, know our humor because you ain't from Texas. You love our brisket. <laughs> you love our brisket. You can't be without our brisket, can you? you got I, uh, dude, a, Texas food slap. So there's a television show. There's a cartoon oh. from the '80s called Brave Star. It's about this Native American uh, sheriff, and uh, in Texas, but Texas is in space. It's space, Texas. Texas, I think, seceded again and was just like, fuck it, we're out. And like, just left the Texas shaped hole and was just in space. And so now he, and then there's like all these like bad guys and they're all like, you know, space alien cowboy, you know, like it's, I mean, it's, it's a cowboy. intergalactic cattle Made wrestlers. in Texas yes. by Texas. But it's Made like, in I, Texas by Texas. I love it. I always assumed like Texas just like seceded again was the plot and they just like took Texas to space. And like they put a bunch of rockets under the bottom of Texas and just like there's just <laughs> in space. <laughs> so that was just like a big Texas shaped hole. And then like I assume that like we gave that back to Mexico. Like it's like here <laughs> you, you, you can have back. you can have the gorge. Like that's you can have the hole that Texas left. <laughs> you can have that back. <laughs> hey, Oklahoma like would be very song. happy for the shoreline, okay? They'd be very happy for it. So yeah, you should totally if you're a big fan of Texas, you should watch Brave Star. It's a great <laughs> Brave Star. Yeah, that sounds like one of those cartoons oh, that oh was God, on I, for I, one I, season and then got canceled. Dude, it's an amazing it was an amazing cartoon. I watched uh, I saw every episode. You watched I, I all 10 seasons. episodes uh, of it. It's so he had and his superpower was he would take uh the spirit of different animals. So he would be like the power of the bear and then he'd like the strength of the bear speed of the cheetah and then he'd be able to run fast you know like it's and, and, and he had and a horse pro- it was like this big metal it's horse appropriate it was, because all you know, of those talk. animals are in texas backyards because people can own them there yeah that's very true <laughs> my cousin did do an interview with the cast of tiger king so yes wait uh, that? in jail no it was the guy with no legs oh, oh is that the no leg yeah. guy yeah he lives like a half hour away from my hometown. He's a celebrity. He he is. <laughs> yeah. I I was just I'm just picturing a, like he didn't ask for the interview. He just shows up at places and the guy can't get away fast enough. He's just trapping him. Like he's putting like a fucking stick in his wheelchair spoke. He took, he took he the ramp away. He just took the <laughs> ramp that goes up the Yes! Yeah, he took the ramp away. Where you going, bro? No ramp. Sit down and interview. <laughs> you just like he like he fucking hitched it to the back of his truck and just peeled out because that's how you do it in Texas. That's how you remove something in Texas. <laughs> you yeah. fucking you hitch it to the back of your truck and you just gas it. <laughs> and we could talk about Texas ADA uh, violations all episode. We probably will, but this is the awful. Oh, you need service. to move something. I, I got. ADA I got a you need to move something. I got half a tank of gas in my F one fifty. Let's do this, <laughs> right? But this is the awful service podcast, and this is the podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. The very first segment is one on the podcast we call the resume. Show us your resume. 
Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. It wasn't Ska. <laughs> It wasn't Scott. It sounds like Muck. What is it? Uh, Muck Stippy. Muck Stippy. Uh, just uh, I'll you could keep saying that word. I don't know what Muck Stippy is. I don't either. You were too. Is that a Texas the artist? It's a no. It's a music artist, not from Texas. He's just very <laughs> strange. But that's what it sounded like. It was it's really actually a you know Muck Stippy. It's when you think you're in your friends. girlfriend's pussy, but it's actually her butt. And you get all Muck Stippy. Oh. Yeah, against all looks to be ever. It's like when you make one of your backup dancers eat a banana. <laughs> no, that's you know, a, it's a It is a tough working environment. It is. It is a tough economy. You gotta keep your job somehow. You eat that fucking banana. You get down on that stripper pussy and you eat that banana. Dude, that <laughs> banana had to have been like not like so then green you, though. You couldn't have had a ripe banana wait, wait, in there because it would have squished it. What if? The reason that they ate it was because, like, oh, sorry, that but it's uh, it's not ripe enough yet for me. It has nothing to do with the stripper. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, I, yeah, I it like was that. nothing like about that. The, it was nothing about the stripper. It was more about the banana. Okay, yeah, I, I like yeah, this. Yeah. That's a twist. Well, because of the stripper pussy would have crushed a ripe yes. banana so uh, like, easily. Because of the muscle workouts, the pussy muscle where the, yeah. the kegels, kegels that they do. It's, uh. <laughs> Of if, course, if not, every hey, stripper it, has has uh, biceps on their pussy muscles. Like, yeah. Speaking be- of resume, that's <laughs> on my resume as well. Oh, nice. Uh, you were a you were a, <laughs> you're, a you're Lizzo's instructor. <laughs> you then no, but I have a t-shirt on with the stripper on a, a fishing hook. Nice. I, I got the shirt in Texas as well. Ah, it, oh, I, I was going like to say a... it, I, that t-shirt came free with a with a set of mud flaps. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. Big trucking down the road. <laughs> that, that that t-shirt came free if she uh purchased enough uh, or got enough stamps at Bucky's. It's you know about Bucky's. <laughs> all right. So the resume section, okay. Sydney. This is where you can like you don't have to tell us all of your jobs. You just ones with the interesting stories, the fun backdrops, uh, weird bosses, mm-hmm. things like that. Muck sticky is like a like it's like a sit it's like a it's a bun it's a sticky bun shop it's like a Texan sticky is the messiest is the messiest bun it's so delicious and it's Texas and got, size yeah it's it comes with seventy two napkins because you're gonna get all mud sticky muck sticky <laughs> um so just to, just tell you like the jobs or like just jobs and some of the stories and sort of like stories. any sort of like all weird right. shit that goes with it. Fun shit. Okay. Um, should we should we do like chronological or should we start? Because <laughs> I I've been employed since I was fourteen, and that's uh, when the craziest. I mean, all this, it's every job I've had, something weird's happened at. Just where whatever you, whichever's ones you want to go. What with. was what was your first <laughs> job? Yeah, first I'm, job I'm is always, always fun. I'm always curious. As my to... my first job, I worked at a wheat research facility in Lockett, Texas called AgriPro where I picked wheat with my bare hands for like 12 hours a day in the summertime and I was I got that job when I was 14 and so I they're doing $7. wheat science they're doing wheat sciences 
and yeah. they are and and, and <laughs> hiring do, children. And yes, to do this <laughs> scientific experiment that they're entrusting science, the beginning, the most important part of the science, yeah. the picking of the wheat, so that they can make sure it is the correct wheat. Did you pick wheat eight seven four two one seven five six four B? Yep, dude. I I put wheat in the wrong bag sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna you lie. Just, you just fucked. You just threw American wheat science back. Fucking twenty years. Twenty years. <laughs> dude, it's hot as fuck out there. I got chased <laughs> by rattlesnakes. Uh, that job was. God, that job sucked. It's a you weird back out there and you picked that wheat all in the name of wheat research. <laughs> yeah, and I fucked it up in the name of freedom. You get back right. out there, that wheat ain't researching itself. But that I also had two jobs at the same time, so I had that <laughs> one. And yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm from Texas. I'm, yeah, I had that one. Yeah, child I, labor. Yeah, uh, I had that one, and then while it, while it was summertime, because that was like the summertime job. <clears throat> So throughout the school year, I would work as a uh, like a sacker at a grocery store. It's like supermarket in my hometown. And uh, yeah, so like I would show up at the wheat place, work from sunup to like 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. And then like go home, shower, change, get to the other place by 6 p.m. And then leave at 11 and then do it all over again. You're, you're doing 12, 13 hour days as a, yeah. as a 14 year old? I was 15 whenever oh, I started oh. doing that. But yeah. Yeah. Big, big difference. Big. Super big difference. I like to say, I like to think you were still 14, but you just lied at your night job. Like, <laughs> you like took off your fucking whatever you were wearing at 14, like a slipknot t shirt or like, and, and you put on like a button down. You're like, I'm 15. I'm actually a 15 year old. You see uh, do you see? Do you see a Slipknot T-shirt? I don't think so. Like, this bolo it's... tie says that I'm 15. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, do you see these cowboy boots? Do they light up on the heel? No, they do not. I am 15. <laughs> <laughs> I've never wanted a product to exist so much. I okay. I, uh, I would there, buy it. I used to work uh, at. Uh, doing like home shows so i was like so people would walk by and there was this little girl uh that i ended up befriending at this one home show and she had pink cowboy boots and they lit up in the back and i i was like i spent fucking three hours trying to google to see if they had adult men's sizes of this i i wanted i didn't care if they were pink and now they they needed to light up (laughs) yeah i guess it's you, can you can you be on a list by just trying to get adult sizes of cool yes. kids clothes? Yes, like, it's, it be. There's a guy that dressed up, paid fifteen thousand dollars to get a costume to be a collie. He he yeah. acts like a dog. If he yeah, like, if that guy, I saw that. Fine. That's fucking disturbing. That's disturbing. People like that should be put in jail. That's weird. I'm down with the furry shit, but that dude looked like a full ass border collie. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> it was weird because he was out in the field picking the wheat with us. No, he was like <laughs> literally walking up to strangers like a fucking yeah. dog. He He's like kind like of bringing it out into the real world now. Uh, yeah, that's my, no. My Keep thing, it at home. Well, no, okay. See, that's the problem, though, because that's that was my problem, Sid, is the fact that at home, I felt bad for his neighbors. Because he's just pissing out in the yard. <laughs> he's sitting in the yard and he's not yeah, picking he's just, it up. Like, after. He's just, he can't go to the bathroom in a fucking 
you can't as a dog you can't go to the bathroom in your in your bathroom well what if they had like the puppy pads inside the house <laughs> he's got puppy pads <laughs> and then he undresses himself and then cleans up his puppy pad and then goes back and gets... can, I, can i point something out joe does he piss on the rug and then shames himself? Yeah, he rubs his own face in it. Bad! 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 Bad. We don't do this in the house! We do this in the yard! He puts Bad his own shock dog. collar on. Mm. We'll turn it up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> so- Red rocket. <laughs> <laughs> so... Fun, fun, fun through fact. Something that I've noticed with a, we've had a, more than a few guests that their first job was hard farm labor. Yeah, yeah. Because like we, we've had like you know, Nick, Nick. Yeah, we've had like a few of them. Like they were cor- uh, Midwest. It, the young job is corn detasseling, and that's taking the little tops off of like the corn and everything. I, I love it. It's like. Yeah. So- and they would they had a game that they would so did you did you have a did you like was it like all serious or did you like mess around when you were in the wheat field? Oh dude, we fucked around. There was like barely anyone watching us. It was like me and three other people my age. So we just like walked around in this wheat field all day with like Bluetooth speakers. We had we had to wear like the we had to tape our fingers up. I still have scars on mine because like if you if you didn't have tape on your fingers, you could like slice your fucking fingers open. But uh besides that and the rattlesnakes. They didn't even give you gloves. Danger. They gave you <laughs> the, tape. The, you had to bring besides tape. the rattlesnakes. Yeah, we got. I got chased. I ran. Uh, I ran like a good mile. I almost made it to the gas station across the highway because the, the, there's like these baby rattlesnakes. Because uh, <clears throat> you start off with like little plots and you like pick little single heads, and then you go up a stage. And you have to like use a hand sickle and grab like a bundle and sickle it. And when I went to do that motion, like eight baby rattlesnakes like came out of it, and I fucking threw the fucking hand sickle, slashed my arm, and just like took off running. And they had a taste for blood. They, they, they <laughs> dude, baby rattlesnakes will fuck you up, bro. I was not. I, I'm terrified of snakes. I could not stop laughing. I had this thought in my head, thinking of fourteen year olds doing wheat research and i was like it's texas so uh i then i then i just had this i pictured in my head the, the scientists were also 14 like, <laughs> they, like they like they had <laughs> they're fucking like the big over the big lab coats like rolled up and like is this wheat yeah it's wheat like <laughs> do you hear they that got, the got chased on. by snakes <laughs> That's crazy. I like her. Do you think she likes me? <laughs> Can you pass her this note in the cornfield or in the, in the wheat field? Just... When she gets back from running from those snakes, can you tell her that I like her and see if she wants to go? <laughs> Fucking. Will you? Will you? Will you ask my mom if we can hang out later? <laughs> <laughs> Man, dude, it uh... is really crazy that we were like allowed to do that because we got to like pick the wheat and then like once the summer was ending we would be inside and uh it's this weird looking machine that you would put like a single wheat head in and it would like take all the seeds out and shoot it down into this little plotter and you had to be so meticulous when doing this because if you put like the wrong wheat head in the wrong plotter spot then the whole fucking experiment was 
fucked. And you want to know how many times I fucked? <laughs> I was just like, nope, that's supposed to be there. <laughs> this year we're not testing drought resistant. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> This Agra, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, what is it called? Agra Pro. Agra Pro. Dude, I I see this on the little signs next to fucking on the farms. There's it, like you see yeah. like like right like Agra Pro is a big company. This is yeah. a huge fucking company, and it's just like fourteen <laughs> year olds. Like just, just okay. Did you put eight four seven one two seven one B B in the right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. Every uh-huh. dude, people like fucked up a lot. <laughs> weird. Like weird that fourteen-year-olds. Well, and like I worked there from fourteen to seventeen. I worked there like three summers. I think it was three summers. So like towards the end of it, like they were still like hiring on like fourteen-year-olds, and there's just like seventeen-year-old me with like seventeen-year-old my friend that I've been working there with, and we just watch these fourteen-year-olds just fuck up all this shit. And we're just like, I ain't telling. I ain't no <laughs> snitch, bro. Fuck this wheat. I don't okay. want them to think that I trained them in bad, and you're just like, it's, this is... <laughs> to be fair, I, Sydney, you can't be faulted for fucking up those experiments. It's hard to do that while the rattlesnakes were inside. I mean, that's... I just, <laughs> just, why are the snakes inside? Well, you know, it's part of the... It's part of it. We have to make it's sure... part of the experiment. Yeah, we gotta make... Is, is, this, is this wheat snake resistant? The, the experiment wasn't wheat. You were in some sort of weird... Stanford fucking, prison. Yes, human <laughs> rattlesnake of... experiment. It was a human rattlesnake experiment. That's what you were in. How do humans interact with rattlesnakes? If put into a job as yeah, this, this actually had nothing to do with wheat at all. They're yes. just like, there's a lot of snakes in wheat fields. We're going to experiment on children. <laughs> Specimen 2716 keeps putting the wheat oh. in the wrong spot. I believe it's because she's scared of the rattlesnakes. Mark that down. My, that's my, I why think we I need got to bring a psychology more degree. That's why, I got, <laughs> that's why I ended up with an obsession in psychology. I was a part of a psychological experiment as a child. They also, like, this job was a traveling job, too. So, like, I went on, I, I think, out of the summer, because this was a summertime-only position, I think I went on about three weeks' worth of traveling to other research facilities across Texas and Wait, doing what? the same exact shit. What? They pay, yeah, they would oh, pay for our like, hotel not... room. We would get drunk. This is not just AgriPro. This is a industry-wide. Like, AgriPro is not it just was... hiring 14-year-olds to do wheat research. This is an industry problem that they have children doing wheat science. What else do we have children doing? Like it's like it's <laughs> baby scientists. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. We just need more pigs. Though. Why do we need more pigs? I like pigs. <laughs> like it was uh, like we would go to other AgriPro like. Uh, oh, okay. So it was like right, fields okay. owned by AgriPro, mm-hmm. but like uh, other farmers in that area would be like paid to take care of that field until we came. So like you we'd roll up to this field and there's like this like fucking 50 year old farmer dude and then like five teenagers pop out of this truck and he's just like what the fuck (laughs) 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 I don't know why I'm I'm just loving that that just some farmer just what the 
What the are fuck? they are they here to look Is at it? the weed or are they gonna go party <laughs> in my field? Both hey, yo, kids, you get on my farm. Oh wait, you're here from Agro. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and and some of these farmers, they would have these fields in the middle of fuck all nowhere. And like they some of them would have like little facilities, like a, a barn shed with like a bathroom or something. And then there was this one time in Dalhart, Texas, fuck that place. Uh, this dude had nothing, and I had to take a shit in a fucking cornfield because there was nothing around. And I had to go <laughs> shit in a fucking cornfield, and I got lost inside the fucking cornfield. <laughs> that was actually a corn you maze kept, that was part of the county fair. In your own, <laughs> you kept stepping in your own shit. Somehow you kept like walking back into your, God damn it. Did I just step in my own shit again? Again, it was a it was the corn maze. Jo- it was a corn maze. It was just there's a yeah. really good one. Yeah, dude, I actually uh, I was afraid of corn um, because <laughs> because of children of, of the corn. I saw it as like a really young kid, and uh, and I was like, ter- and like, and like we didn't have corn. Like corn. you guys have corn. Check. Yes. Yeah. So I was like afraid, and the sun was going down. Dude, I was fighting for my life in that cornfield. It was one of the you didn't one of the other teenagers on the project who you didn't know just happened to be an albino with really blonde hair, and you just start screaming, running out of the cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> Elias, um, <laughs> did, did you did you meet any Agra Bros while working for Agra Pro? <laughs> Pro. Thank you. I was I, I was on the tip of my tongue. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. So. After you got done doing child labor for a massive conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had, uh, uh, well, I joined the army before I got out of high school, but. Please tell me I you should... were like 16 and you'd like no, lied no, no, no. on your fucking, re- like your army. Like, and, <laughs> you <laughs> could tell by my shirts. I'm actually 17. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you see this? These boots that don't light up. I yes. am 18, right? <laughs> you see this belt buckle here? It commands respect. <laughs> no, see I, this uh... belt buckle? It's not po- a Pokemon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I left my fruit snacks at home. All right. I'm eating a real apple. <laughs> Like a man. Like a- <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, <clears throat> I, I was too fat to join at 16. And I didn't want to. Yeah, dude, I, I have gone through many phases of life. I'm sorry. And, and fat. <laughs> no, dude, no, I'm, I'm not laughing at your fatness. I'm not laughing at your fatness. I was laughing at the military being having to tell you, like, why. They're not oh, letting dude. you into the military. They couldn't have just said flat feet. No, nah, they dude. had to. They're, they're like, no, nah, you're too fat. Well, I didn't, it's like, like, it, like, stop being so mean, U.S. military. <laughs> you can't be picky. Dude, they this, get a free pass. They get a free pass. That's like one place that where they can be like, we're going to judge you based off of your physical looks and you ain't cut out for the job. <laughs> get out. <laughs> No, I uh, I I didn't even want to join the military at sixteen. I I signed up uh to join right after I turned eighteen. I wanted to join like a couple months before that, but uh, my last like job before I went off to the army, I was uh, a youth minister apprentice. 
<laughs> let that sink in. Yeah, let that fucking sink in. I used to tell the kids about Jesus. So you just pulled the kids fly down and then held their hand the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like, you guys are going to go out into these wheat fields. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you had to distract the parents. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually I had, I had a thought, uh, ADHD moment. But but before we move on from the the wheat and the child labor stuff, when I was a grocery stacker, uh, that was actually the first time I saw a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, this shit has fucked me up. <laughs> so it wasn't the army. Where? It wasn't the army, dude. It was. <laughs> And I swear to God, I was uh, I was a sacker, so like I would like bag people's groceries and take them out to their car and car and like unload them and bring the cart back in and be like, "Have a good day, fuck you for making me walk out in this heat." But one time, you I tell was... me it was in the back of somebody's pickup truck bed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you throw groceries back there next it's to a, the Cadillac. Is in the back? Is the back? It's a trunk of you guys a are so close you guys are i actually like i hold like a, a kind of like a prejudice against anyone who owns a white denali because i was taking this dude's groceries out and he was like i'm like hey how's your day going because you gotta do that you gotta talk to people Small time. and yeah i fucking hate it and he was like it's going all right you know i've been working today and i was like well how how's work and he was like well i picked up two two today and i was like you you picked up two what and he's like well i i work at uh sullivan funeral homes and i picked up two bodies today and i was like oh oh that's that's a lot to drop on a 15 year old that's that's heavy that's Mm -hmm. you know i haven't even been to a funeral yet but yeah no this is cool and then like i I just kind of like casually like move the like how's the weather like just bypass <laughs> that let's pivot away from dead people how about them rangers yeah how about them cowboys they're gonna choke and then i get to the fucking denali and i open up he like does a little like and he opens up the fucking the back part of it and I, I'm like, go to like grab the first set of sacks. And as soon as like I, I rotate and the things fully open, they're there. The two dead people are in the back of this. They're, they're, they're in the back of this Denali no. with like There's a so many more over each of them. Questions. Bro, I swear to God, this old dude had two dead people in the back of his Denali with like sheets draped over them, but you could see like their picking feet. Picking up to go where? Also, to the funeral home. Also, this is Texas. <laughs> so yeah, even bro, in, the coldest te- in the coldest temperature, yes. it's still like 80 degrees. No, that car smelled terrible. Dude, <laughs> I want... He didn't even roll the windows down for it. Yeah, he just... Yeah, you gotta... Dude, it's like having a dog in the car. You gotta fucking leave and the wa- AC on. And a water of dish... A dish of water yeah, for the funeral. <laughs> you should leave the radio on yeah. at least. Oh give, my God. give them some yeah dude it was i i, I just remember said, like just where's seeing the them and I, 
having to jump Dude, off I couldn't, and get groceries. There wasn't, there wasn't enough room for all the groceries. I was like, what are you... Were you putting them on the body? Put them on yes, the Yes, I had to hook it, put no, them in God. between their feet. I had to put them on the feet, like, on their leg. I was like, dude, I cannot hook it. Like, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell for this. <laughs> Just put the, put the frozen peas on the cadavers. Yeah, put all the the the, the, the cold stuff on top of the bodies because they've been smoking out in this 115 degree weather. I was wondering why he bought long. so much ice. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Did you guys hear? Did I make that sound out loud? Because you did. like, because uh, it was. Did, did I make? Did I make that sound out loud? Because that's that's how like I flabbergasted actually uh no you, yeah. you didn't make that sound but your eyes did pop out of your head very much so i like i was a 1930s cartoon like it, holy shit like yeah. it's, it's the gall to stop off and get groceries the yeah, even the more gall to, the to let the 15 year old take the groceries out for you even more gall to let the fucking 15 year old to, to drop that you've got bodies in the Denali <laughs> and, then to, and a, then to let them put the groceries in the car for you. Why, could, why couldn't I put them in the front seat is yes. all I could think about. <laughs> Bro, no one was well, in the front seat. He was actually Ubering also that day. So that was where, you know, if you had any passengers. Yeah, I guess it's technically a I ride share. I graduated with eight people. You think I got Uber in my hometown? I don't know. We ain't this got is, no Uber. The guy's driving. He got, he got that Darryl. Denali money from just from door dashing fucking dead bodies. <laughs> yes. Essentially. What if that, that's the next that's the next gig service? It's just going to be a door oh, I, got a, I, got, I got a dead body at my house. Death All right, dash. Well, dead, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh you man. know what? That's good. You got a dead body. I, I'm picking up one in the neighborhood, right, uh, a couple blocks down. Uh, I could, I could, I think I could fit two in I my Kia. Get, yeah, you got. Uh, Let me drop this Arby's off, and I'll swing back over and pick up that dead body, <laughs> yes. and then I'll drop someone off at the airport on the way to the funeral home. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh God. Oh, yeah, and I just had to like go back into work after that. Oh, like, that's I right. Just... You still had a regular shift to do. <laughs> yeah, I still had a whole four hours left of my fucking shift, and I like, I like closed the thing, and he's like, "Have a good day," and I was just like, ah, "You uh, too." Like, dude, just like, yeah, I got have a day. Just walk back inside, and I remember I went up to one of the cashiers, and I was like, "You're never gonna fucking believe what just happened to me," and I told her, and she was like. No fucking way. And I was like, I swear to fucking God, I just saw two dead bodies. And then my manager came over and they were like, hey, because if you're a sacker, you got to clean the bathrooms. And he was like, hey, uh, there's a there's a really big mess in both of the bathrooms right now. The women's is really bad. And I was like, hey, uh, I just saw two dead bodies. Uh, Is it cool if I take a break? And he was like, you got to go clean those bathrooms first. What a dick! I was I was expecting him to go. Actually, well then, this is gonna this this, this is really ironic because yeah. there's another dead body in that. Yeah, bathroom. we got another one. Well, good. Now that you're a seasoned yeah, pro you know with what bodies. It's like now. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, that was so you went from dead bodies to the military. Dead bodies to youth minister assistant to the military. Nothing Wait. crazy happened as a youth minister. Oh, good. Apprentice. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't some uh some some righteous gemstone shit. You know, no, I, it was pretty see, pretty normal. Okay. And and you actually got all the groceries into that Denali. 
Because I, I pictured in my head the classic movie holding groceries shock scene where you drop the groceries and like the fucking milk spills and the orange fucking <laughs> rolls the orange down, just yeah, rolls yeah, yeah. Uh, down the parking lot. There's some ice just, cream melting on the yeah, pavement. Yeah. <laughs> my childhood innocence is taken break. away from me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, by that point, I had been traumatized enough from my childhood that I just was like, well, this is just something that we just got to get through. So I yeah. just went into like, yeah, yeah just like innocence lost. I could go into the military. Yeah, and that's that's probably the moment where I was like, yeah, we could we could join the army and be fine. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't see those bodies, you might not have joined the military at all. Like, dude, what did you, what yeah. did you do for the military? Uh, I was a truck driver in the military, an eighty-eight Mike. I was in the army, active duty, not fucking reserve or national guard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many like national guard and reservists here in minnesota that anytime they're like oh you were in the army a uh, reserve or guard and i'm like fucking active duty bro i left my hometown get the fuck <laughs> out of your state go experience life i'm gonna i'm just gonna pause you for just i'm gonna pause sydney for just a second here because i have to tell this story on the podcast so Sydney comes to the Keller open mic. Wait, like, can I pause you? Everyone. No. Uh, support no, your no. troops unless they're reserve or guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually, this, this kind of relates to that. So Sydney has been coming and doing my mic for well over a year now. And, and we love her. She's funny. But one of the best moments. Oh, God. Ever is this dude shows up in fatigues. Jonah's also there, too, this yep. night. Yep. So Jonah, who's also another uh, vet, and, and there's a, there's a couple actually. We have a few vets that uh, actually perform at the Keller, and this dude shows up in, in in fatigues. And I will let Sydney finish the story. So this homeboy showed up, and this is last year. Homeboy, homeboy showed up in the fucking grandma couch uniform, which is what I refer to as the ACU pattern, which hasn't been in service since like fucking, I think they got rid of it in 2016, 2015, maybe. I forget 90, when they fully faced it out, but but Nike this uniform. Making the uniforms now, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Now they're fucking multicam. This a cool color, of course. I I got out right as that transition was happening into the nice, cool uniform with camouflage that actually blends into shit other than your grandma's couch. So homeboy <laughs> walks in with an a, an out of regs uniform, and not only that, but uh, AR. Um, Holy shit, I forgot the the reg. The AR6... Uh, what the fuck is that army reg? 670-1. AR670... Yeah, AR670-1. You cannot be in a place like the Keller Bar in uniform. You're not supposed to do that. That's not cool. Um, especially, like, there's no base around. So you can't just, like, walk into a bar and drink in uniform. That's a no-go. But homie is in a, an a outer regs uniform in fucking slides with socks on, not even boots. He's got fucking slides on. He's got no hat, dreadlocks, which I have nothing against dreadlocks. That's just it, it, that's not you're not supposed to have dreadlocks in army. uniform. Yeah, army. Yeah, is you just gotta, not, it's not you anti dreadlocks. It's the army. Yeah, it's the that's... army. This yeah. Like you're not supposed to have a beard or dreadlocks or like a lot of other shit. And uh, and I see this, and Jonah's already like 
been off of stage. And he's like, oh, I wish I would have seen that. And I was like, dude, don't worry, bro. I got you. I'm going to fucking roast the fuck out of the student. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he's like walking around to all the other like uh, people at this open mic. And like, people were buying. They're like buying into the fact that he's like, uh, in the army and his like story is he's people like bought him drinks too yeah people bought him drinks and he was telling people he's like yeah I'm about to uh, ship off you know I'm really he was telling people he was afraid he was afraid to, to ship off and like go to war <laughs> and I so like I did like you get five minutes so I did like three minutes of like actual material to like in my head I'm like I'm gonna win the audience over get them on my side and then and then I went into like my veteran stuff and I was like is anyone here a veteran and like Jonah and a couple of other people like popped up and the dude in the uniform didn't pop up at all and I was like that's that's strange but I put I was like hey man I see you're in uniform are you a veteran (laughs) he said he said uh not yet (laughs) I was like what you mean not yet and he was like i haven't been yet and i was like if you haven't been yet why are you in uniform and he was like i'm about to go and i was like go where and he was like i'm about to ship off to afghanistan and i was like that's not true (laughs) Like, (laughs) like i uh I I kind of like let him into the fact that I actually thought he was a veteran and I hadn't like revealed that I was a veteran yet. So like I kind of like have gotten his whole fake ass story out of him. And so the whole crowd's heard the fact that he's like afraid that he's about to be deployed and he hasn't like really been in the army yet, but he has the uniform. <laughs> and then I like flip the switch on him and I'm like, actually, I'm a veteran. And then I fucking burned the place down and uh i i don't remember exactly what all i said to him but it was so bad that as soon as i got off the stage him and all of his homies like because he was with a group of people and i roasted all them too i was like did you guys know he's doing this and they were all like take they were like acting surprised but as soon as i got off the stage the homeboy just like left like he fucking made a a run for the fucking door he's like i'm out of here but I don't remember what, all what of what it I was, said. It was it was it was the it was beautiful because it, she called out stolen valor on a fucking open mic. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say I said. Uh, uh, I think I said instead, instead of thank you for your service, I said so. Thank you for your stolen valor, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how I ended my set. It's one of those, <laughs> one of those like just you. I've been you know been doing this for so long, and I've still I. It's one of those moments that will always stick out in my head because. It was just organically one of the funniest fucking things ever. And this guy is just like, you could see him shitting his pants or, or his uh, fatigues uh, like <laughs> right there. Just he's like, shit. Yeah, he was well, he started brown. Off all cool. He, like, he was like, yeah, I am in the army. And you could like see his demeanor just go from like, yeah, talk about me to like, just oh, shit, please don't talk it. about me. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. it was just it's such an amazing story and i just I, I i'm i'm glad that you told it so we can go back to the military you're driving truck for the army yeah um 
driving truck for the army. Uh, I was at Fort Knox, Kentucky. That was my first duty station. I did all my training at, at Fort Lost in the Woods, Missouri, because Missouri fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I spent some time in Manus, Kyrgyzstan, and then Afghanistan. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Hold on. Well, can we go back? Uh, what the fuck country did you just say? Kyrgyzstan. Man, Man, Manus, Kyrgyzstan? Yeah, yeah. Where the fuck is that? It's like south of Russia. God damn it. We got stands I didn't even know existed. It's, it's a it's like a really it's like uh landscape wise, it's so pretty. And I they uh they got rid of that base because uh, it was like a, an air force deployment, which I mean I wish I could have just stayed there. They had like a full size basketball court and like concerts and like they could drink alcohol. I mean, I was like, damn, this is what a deployment is, man. This shit about to be fun as hell. So you're driving big rigs in Manus, Kyrgyzstan. No, no, no. Living no. the good life. You got your fucking. Murr, murr. You got play, <laughs> like, it's little kids like in the back of a fucking. <laughs> in the back of a station wagon. That has a family Kyrgyzstan given to the war like, zone. They're just like. Hello. Yeah, Dude, like, I wish. You got I your Yosemite Sam mud flaps, fucking cooking the balls, <laughs> the balls, the ball sack hanging from your trailer hitch, just fucking cooking around. Fucking we big ass big American big flag. flag. Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Kyrgyzstan was an in processing place, so it was just like it was like an introduction into into the deployment where they like they go over more uh, like PowerPoint bullshit. Um, they they. <laughs> I don't think we got issued anything there. Welcome to Menis Kyrgyzstan. We are known for our biggest PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> Dude, the entire That's army it. is a fucking PowerPoint. I fuck God bless fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, Kyrgyzstan was just like a stopping point. We were just there for like I think like a week. Uh, on the way back, we were there for like two weeks, and it was cold as dick. But uh, when I when I actually got to my fob in Afghanistan, uh, actually the night before I got to like my destination, it was July fourth, and we were in Kandahar, Afghanistan, and uh, and I was like missing my family. It was the first Fourth of July that I had spent away from my family, and uh, I was like, man, I really I miss home. And then uh, they bombed the fuck out of the base that night. <laughs> Happy Fourth of July, America! <laughs> it's a different kind of rockets, red want, glare. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you like, want to see some fireworks? Yeah. We got fireworks. Yeah, dude, it was fucking. It was it was intense. And uh, Kyrgyzstan, or not Kyrgyzstan, uh, Kandahar is actually where I stopped taking my malaria pills too, because they give you they give you all the. Well, I mean, you get a shit ton of shots before you go over. I still have the scar from my smallpox shot, but. They give you these malaria pills and you got to take the malaria pills and uh, they don't tell you about the side effects of the malaria pills. And one of them is like uh, vivid dreaming, hallucination, night terrors. And I I had a dream that the base was getting like overran, that the base was like we were getting fucking attacked. And and I was like, we were supposed to go out. And so I was like, fuck, we got to get the fuck out of here. I need to go now. So like, I grab my gun and I'm running out and I wake up as I'm literally walking out. I'm about to like, like I've already walked out of room and I'm walking, I'm going to walk outside and I wake up with my gun in my Lift hand and flip flops on. I'm in my fucking PTs. I got shorts and a fucking t-shirt on and I wake up and I'm like, 
No, I'd rather get malaria, bro. I ain't buying. <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't doing none of this, dude. Okay. Uh, uh, lesson from that story. Um, maybe we uh, put the guns away better, military. Uh, <laughs> that sleeping you could just grab your fucking thing and now you're... If you were yeah. dreaming that you saw someone in your way, you would have dreamed shot someone, but in real life. Oh, uh, yeah. Pro- I mean, maybe. Probably. I mean, I dreamed up a whole entire fucking scenario where we were getting attacked and I grabbed my gun and started walking out with it. I could have dream shot a lot of people. I mean, who knows? I could be in military prison right now for dream shooting people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Your Honor, she was in. She says that she was in the Matrix. (laughs) Maybe they fucking lock her up. Dishonorable discharge! She also said she was a child laborer and saw some dead bodies when she was growing up. So said something about the back of a Denali, two Mr. dead Curtis, bodies. Your, your turn to uh, just make sure to talk about the youth pastor thing. It's really going to play well for you. It's okay. <laughs> said something about children of the corn shitting in a cornfield. Um... <laughs> yeah, dude, it was. And then I don't, like. I mean, like a couple of things, a couple of really bad things happened to me in the army. Uh, one of them being that, and I don't want to say their name. I don't think that they ever got charged with anything. I think they just got a slap on the wrist. I will say that uh, one of the NCOs in my platoon that was in charge of a lot of people uh, did try to instigate sexual favors from me. And uh, before I left, he asked me if I wanted to be on his team. And in my head, I thought, like, cool army convoy team. I did not know that he meant, uh, like, I want to touch your private parts team. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I want to be on the team. Put me put me on the – I want to be on the A team. Put, put me, me in, on coach. the team. <sighs> yeah, put me in, coach. And then we get over there, and I was like, take me out. Go. I wanna. <laughs> where's, but, the, where's the rest of the team? Yeah, dude, it was – because uh, I was one of the only. The rest uh, of the team is coming like a little bit later. Is it going to be? Are we going to meet them there? Where is the rest of the? Always oh, to what? Get them? No. <laughs> it was uh, not I, cool. I, yeah, dude, it fucking it sucked. And I remember I told I like because I was new. I was just a private. I didn't know like anything. We're in a fucking war zone. Um. And there's not a lot of people that I know super well because I was only in my unit for like two months before we deployed. So it was like I got there and then they were like, you're going to war. And I was like, I don't even know anyone. (laughs) uh, So I tried to tell someone and then that person ended up going back to this uh, sergeant uh, and telling them what I told that I was like telling on them and then my life became a living hell. Oh fuck. Because I was I was on the convoy team. So I was just doing like my job and, and like going outside of the wire in the big trucks and having a big rig in time. And then this happened and then that sergeant who was in charge of a lot of people was like, hey, uh fuck you. You're gonna be doing shitty ass details for the rest of your time here. So uh yeah I got stuck doing some pretty i mean one time we had to dig trenches with our bare hands uh 
Yeah, it, well, that one wasn't because of because of me. That was because someone else in my unit or in my platoon got pregnant, which you're not supposed to do over there. You're not supposed to have sex, and she had the sex, and uh, yeah, you know, got pregnant. So why did they take away the shovels? Yeah, like, uh, well, come on, sur- army surplus stores are giving those away. Come on. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was, dude. That was. That day sucked. That day, the, the, and then another form of punishment, because that was a punishment. They didn't punish her because, I mean, one, she's pregnant, you can't really do. But, like, anytime someone else fucked up, most of the time that person didn't get punished, but, like, everyone else got fucked up. Oh, yeah, so, like, because that's even worse punishment. Yeah, to, dude. To I, not, to, for everybody has to do a fucking terrible thing, yeah. and uh, and they're going to hate you even more. Yeah, and then and then yeah, the people get beat with a sack of oranges. We all saw a full metal jacket. Yeah, <laughs> dude. If that if she wasn't pregnant, I would have, you know, I am pro choice, a sock. but <laughs> uh, we had to we had to level the motor pool one day too. So there's like a lot of gravel. So they were like, "You're gonna level the motor pool," and I was like, "With with rakes," and they were like, "Go kick the rocks." So literally, we just kicked <laughs> rocks. Go kick rocks. Day. Not like that. Holy shit. Yeah. But the, the worst part, um, besides, because I also did this thing called guardian angel detail, which is where like I had to like guard all the, these places and be up for like 48 hours at a time and then sleep for two hours and then be up for another. It was insane. That's why my sleep cycle is so fucked. But the worst thing that happened to me over there is I had this uh, wall. If you play Call of Duty, it's called a Hesco wall. It's like this uh, metal wire fencing with this Dunlap sack in the middle. They fill it with sand, and it stops, like, rounds from going through. And it was, the, like, the day before Ramadan ended, um, and we were expecting to get some, like, indirect fire. So we wanted to, like, protect the communication antenna because we only had, like, one. And so we have this whole, like, fucking square of Hesco walls built up, and we're just waiting on the dude with the bulldozer to fill them with sand and uh and we're just waiting we're just waiting everything's chill and these things are fucking heavy and then a sandstorm comes (laughs) (laughs) and i turn my back so that i don't get fucked by the sandstorm and as soon as i like as soon as i turn around that fucking whole entire line of of pesco's just fucking falls and it hit me in my back and uh Everyone else is like crushed by it. I mean, everyone's alive. Everyone made it out alive. Uh, hit me in the back. None of us are wearing helmets. My head broke the the fall. My no, head like good. bounced. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was out for like a minute. I think I don't know how long I was out. And I just woke up to like my friends screaming. So like I'm pulling them out, and then uh, my this is war. Yeah, like, actually, Sydney, they, you're still there. This is this is not happening. This is all. Is this, actually, <laughs> oh, is this podcast is actually this whole time you, you're having a fucking malaria dream. <laughs> this is a malaria pill dream. You wake up with your gun in your hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're still in fucking Kurdistan. <laughs> if I fucking woke up right now, <laughs> yeah, I would, that would just be, be like. So fun. I'd be like, bro, I'm. I had the weirdest dream. You're not going to believe it. (laughs) Take me back to the wheat field. It's like the end of Wizard of Oz, and you were there, and you were there. (laughs) I would, dude. That would be so fucking wild. I, I like, uh, I did 
what really fucked my whole entire body up is like my friend was knocked unconscious and we couldn't pull him out and so i was like fuck it on the count of three pool i'm gonna lift up part of this wall and i had like adrenaline mom strength so when i did that uh they said when the wall hit my back it took all my nerve endings and my lower spine and shoved them in between each disc and then whenever i lift up the wall it fucking crushed them all so oh jesus you can walk (laughs) Yeah, I I did lose feeling in my legs for like uh like two hours, but I can walk now. <laughs> Dude, I was and that was the day I was so mad at God because I uh, I was I was still a virgin, and in my head the only thing I could think of is I'm never gonna get married because I can't fuck. Oh, <laughs> well, no, 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 technically. You could. You could. You just wouldn't feel it. You just wouldn't feel it. In my head, it was. <laughs> It was you can't feel anything down there. You're, you're it just shuts down. Never ha- yeah, you're never having sex. You're never mm-hmm. getting married. <laughs> well, so like when they fell, did it fall? I, I'm imagining it's like a bunch of walls falling like dominoes. No, okay. it was like a whole line. They just all just fucking. Oh also, when you said yeah. sandstorm, I'm like, what does like late '90s techno have to do with any of this? <laughs> <laughs> having sex with a paraplegic <laughs> just kind of flopping so joe discovered around. a new joe discovered a like, new thing. It's, yeah it's like you at what position uh, you just kind of fucking form it into whatever position <laughs> you want to be in like, like right, play-doh yeah i want to do the pretzel <laughs> again and i can't stop i can't stop giggling at you ha- kicking rocks around and digging trenches with your bare hands the U.S. That's military, like... the most powerful military in the world. <laughs> we will go. We protect your rocks. We will we move kick, from we one kick. section to another. We kick rocks around the world. Kicking <laughs> rocks from Kurdistan to another stand. To Kazakhstan. <laughs> Turkmenistan. Azerbaijan. From Antarctica, from Antarctica to the other pole. <laughs> well, we all remember. we all remember that famous... Teddy Roosevelt quote speak oh, softly carry a big stick and kick rocks across the globe yes. <laughs> oh my right. god yeah so, uh, when you got percent. when you got done when you uh, so when you discharged you for the discharged because I assume <laughs> that's where we ended uh, no I actually I tried I, I tried to like stay in and I wanted to retire from the army so like I tried to like rehabilitate uh, I ended up going to like going back to Fort Knox and then going to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, which don't ever go there. That place sucks. Uh, and oh, trying no. to like rehabilitate. And then like it just came to a point where it was like, fuck it. I can't. I can't fucking do this. My body is fucked. And uh, so they were like, well, you can wait like a year and a half to get medically discharged or you can get out six months early go through this job program get your cdl and become a truck driver and i was like i would like to leave now (laughs) (laughs) so i uh yeah i became a truck driver so that's how you got into trucking joe wants to know what kind of mud flaps you had yeah i have to know just just shitty basic i didn't own my own truck i worked for a company so just like basic you couldn't do the personalized ones no i didn't have yeah i didn't I was in a different truck like every night. (laughs) 
until so I moved up here. There, but. There's another career that's if someone's in a different truck every night. <laughs> <laughs> Lot lizards. <laughs> I, so what are some wild stories the from only, on the road? Was back off the only Yosemite Sam? Bumper yeah, sticker? or there's just ones with this. It was always just guns. No, I did, I did. Uh, I so I had my hat ha- hazmat endorsement, so that meant that I could like haul hazardous materials, and I did haul explosives at one point. Uh, I I hauled a lot of hazardous shit, but most of it was like, uh, what what the fuck is eight? You're in your rig smoking. <laughs> no, no, actually, uh, that's gonna bother me. I gotta look this up. Has hazmat. It was Sorry. actually just different kinds of wheat. Just different. <laughs> it was, but it, the wheat was radioactive. <laughs> oh, it's Dude. okay. 14-year-olds picked it. It's all right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's fine. By hand. I hauled a lot of, like, flammable and corrosive stuff. And when I became a truck driver, I, I got out of the Army and I moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, so I was, like, trucking out west. Uh, I, I was, like, what you call a line haul truck driver. So, like, I would go... Uh, one of the routes I did often, I go from Albuquerque to Kingman, Arizona, Kingman, Arizona to somewhere in fucking California, do like the Anaheim route for like a day or two, and then like go from California to Las Vegas to back to Kingman, and then from Kingman, let's go back to Albuquerque. That would be like a week's worth of work for me. But that was your route. You that you would you would do the same route? No. Oh, oh, I worked. I worked for this place called ABF Freight, which is a a union company, and uh, or like they're a unionized trucking company. Uh, And and the Albuquerque terminal was one of the only places where, if you didn't have a dedicated route, you were on the road board, and it was like a rotating. It was like a wheel. So like first in, first out. Didn't matter how long you've been there. So like, I could like come in from that run get my 10 hours of layover rest and then they call me and be like hey you're going to denver colorado and i'd be like roger that and then or green river utah or fucking uh, phoenix arizona or or tucson or fucking amarillo or wichita falls texas like Mm -hmm. i yeah is it is it wrong that i'm picturing that you it's not they're not calling you on a phone or anything that's just like you have like the little the little uh the little the radio they called you on a cb (laughs) they called you on a cb (laughs) Trucker, trucker. <laughs> yeah, and that brings up a good point. What is what, what was your what, handle? Yeah, what was the handle? Oh my god! Come on, what was your uh, handle, Sid? Smoky Dry Hit Mafia. Whoa! Hey, yeah. that's a that's a wordy ass CB handle. Yeah, yeah, come in. Just smoky. Got, I got I'm Smoky Dry Mop. What was it? Dry Hit Mafia. S D H M. Duh. Yeah. Most people just call me Smokey, but I got that nickname because I smoked the shit out of my brakes going into Phoenix once. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was rough. That was not then, the that was not the please, story we were thinking. Yeah, tell us the no, tale. Of, well, the did... dry hit mafia. That's that's a vaping thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yes, please. Oh, can we talk man. about it? Uh, yes, I used I to be to... a competitive vapor. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, so competitive vaping, um, this is, so are we making shapes? Like, is it like, ah, look, I could do a dragon and like, it's, oh, I can like, it's, it's like, I wish, 
I, I could do I a heart, make. and then I can make a, a an arrow that pierces the heart with my vape. Oh, I've, I've seen I've seen some of her videos. I was gonna say, I wish there was like a way for me to show you this video. Oh, that's loud. So <laughs> there, there you go. See, look, look at this. We're fucking going. You can Whoa. cut this out too, and then we're doing some air bending shit. Yeah, I used to blow fucking. Oh, do some weird shit with them, and then yeah. so she just blew a, a perfect circle, and then blew smoke through the perfect circle, and now she's oh that shit okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was so she just blew a perfect for, for, for circle her listeners, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> then used her hands to move the circle, was just like moving the circle. The circle was moving with her hands, and then boop. She like poop, put her hands together real quick, and then all of a sudden a little circle came off the other circle, like it was having like two fucking cells were dividing, like uh, like the first steps of, of babies. But yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing. Okay, so, so that's that's, that's the dry babies. hit part of that, Joe. Okay. Yeah, the dry the dry hit mafia. That's that's the fucking that's where because I used to compare vape, your, and I was there was a team? couple times where I took some dry hits. Because yeah, they, they weren't juiced up. What is a dry hit? It is the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted. It's like uh, so you have like coils, and then you have cotton within the coils, and uh, you put the juice over the coils and the cotton, and then you hit the button, which um, charges the the coils, which heats up the cotton, and then you have the juice and the vapor. When you don't have juice on the cotton and it's just dry cotton, you literally just inhale dry cotton smoke. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. The devil's asshole. <laughs> and and that was already taken as a CB handle. Yes, the devil's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> was taken. Yeah, this is the devil's asshole. We got how we going out there? Oh, ten four. Uh, come back. <laughs> Eastbound <or> down. <laughs> So when you were when you were uh, driving truck, is there any like stories that really stick out in your mind? Well, other than- I gotta know one yeah. particular story. I need to know uh, the the smoking them out in Phoenix, coming into Scottsdale. Where were we? Where were we? What, oh, how you uh, got the smoky? Well, where were you? Phoenix. We were, yeah, we were coming in from Phoenix from uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So hopping off of I forty and getting on to seventeen and going down. I call it the drop, the seventeen drop. It's very it's very steep uh and our trucks didn't have like engine brakes so i and i thankfully I had a manual truck so i was able to use that so i had to rely on my foot brake and the, Wait, Steve, are you just jake breaking all the way down this fucking hill you couldn't there's no there's no jake brake oh <laughs> yeah there's no you have your foot brake and you have the fucking the the uh, the manual part of the truck so you could like drop a gear Basically, that's how you had to slow down. And uh, I was doing that and I was pulling over at every spot that I could to uh, to like let the, the fucking brakes cool off for a second. And this was like my first trip out. So I have uh, one of the other truckers with me and we're, we're going and we're going and I finally make it to the very bottom of the hill and I pull over and the fucking the fucking brakes are just like you can hear them just like. <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> there's like black smoke everywhere and they're like 
Oh, fuck, man. I mean, they weren't, like, burnt up, burnt up, but I fucking smoked the shit out of them. So that was... Uh... And then she took a hit of it and then blew, blew rings. Yeah, and then I was just on the side of the highway just fucking... <laughs> and that's, um, how, that's and... the day I was named Smokey Dry Hit Mafia. I do have one, like, and then we could, like, move on from yeah. the trucking thing. Yeah. I have one really good story. Um, it's uh, the... I worked for this company called Valley Cartage, which is no longer a company uh, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Uh, and my route was Hudson, Wisconsin to Fargo, North Dakota and back every night. Um, that was my route while I was in. I was also a full time college student. Uh, but this particular night, uh, it, I don't know if you guys remember the polar vortex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sent down to Iowa. Um, the godforsaken place of Iowa <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and uh, like just south of Albert Lee and on my way back up, it's the polar vortex on my way back up. My heater's not working very well. So mm-hmm. I call into dispatch and I'm like, Hey, um, this truck's heater's not working. They're like, what truck are you in? I'm like four, six, four. And they're like, Oh yeah, there's a write up on that. And I'm like, it's negative 60 out. Why didn't you tell me this? And, uh, and they're like, it'll be fine. Just get it back. And then it was so cold outside and I'm, and I'm uh, so close to the Minnesota state line. I'm still in Iowa. It's so cold outside that my brakes froze and caught on fire. And I was <laughs> stuck on the side of the highway for like eight hours. Holy and shit. At least you stayed warm with your on fire brakes. You were able to keep warm with your, like, you're like stoking your brakes. Going, like, yeah. Just throwing the wheat from the back of the truck in there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't care that this is radioactive. It, it was, it was intense. And I was so mad because I called dispatch and I was like, look, the only way I'm going to be able to, to get back is if I leave this trailer on the side of the interstate and then we just I just take the truck back and you guys send someone else when it's not negative 60 out mm-hmm. to get this trailer. And they were like, well, let us see what we can do. Eight hours later, after I've already taken a shit in a donut bag, <laughs> eight hours <laughs> later, they call me back and they're like, hey, um, we did some thinking and... uh Here's what we're going to have you do. We're going to have you drop the trailer on the side of the highway and then just drive that truck on back to us. Wait, the exact thing that you came up with eight hours prior? Yep. You could have been back and warm in a in a garage and, and plus four hours? Uh, yep. Holy shit. Well, and I wouldn't have had the shit in a donut bag. That's why that company Still not as business. bad as the cornfield, but still not great. Yeah, you didn't get lost... At least you didn't get lost in the donut bag. That's <laughs> that would have sucked. Is this the same sprinkle that I walked by twenty minutes ago? Oh, Jesus! Christ, I think I'm lost in this fucking donut bag. Yeah, Joe doesn't real. Uh, do you realize the joke? You I don't even think you realize the joke you made. <laughs> Is that the same sprinkle? Wait, which kind of sprinkle? What? what <laughs> Anyway, donuts. Oh God. Um, oh, after God. trucking, is there any other jobs you want to talk about? Anything? We could talk about the one. Okay. The what? The reason I, that you couldn't uh, come on? I, yeah, I still work here. Uh, 
So we, we won't say the name of the place, but Sydney was supposed to be a guest on the podcast about seven, eight months ago. <laughs> and then she's like, there's some reasons I can't be on this podcast because I want to oh, tell yeah, stories right. about this place, but I can't. Mystery hey. job. Yeah, because I was in the middle of a fucking lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so, God. And I and I actually went back to work at this place because it's just like they work with like my schedule doing stand up and I make decent money and it's just but dude this sucked so much. Uh, I had knee surgery in 2021, and then uh, in 2022 I was like on the rise, like I was like jumping rope again. I was starting to jog. I had this this new job. I was starting to do more stand up. And then I was at this job and I was walking towards the sink and there was a lot of water and my foot caught a puddle and my legs slipped and I fell backwards and uh, dislocated my kneecap. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking painful. That was so (laughs) Dude, that fucking sucked. And yeah, yeah. The the same knee I had surgery on. No. Oh. Yeah. So you, you're just you're just getting back into uh yeah. Like yeah. life. Yeah, like I'm just I'm just you now, just like, bought a the... new dress to go dancing in. Like, yeah, because I wear dresses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm like, I'm just laughing. I'm like, who's gonna tell him? No, no I, that's that's. That's why I said it. It was like it's, it's an audio podcast, you guys. Because like, I sound like a lady. Dresses. <laughs> I uh, drive trucks and shoot, yeah. and shoot shit. I drive trucks and pick wheat and hit and, and, and hit hit vape and vape clouds. <laughs> um, brother, brother. Uh, and the craziest thing is, I actually uh, I worked like twenty. It was like, I feel like 20 minutes because we were in the middle of a lunch rush. And I was like, ah, that didn't feel good. I'll be fine because adrenaline. No, mm-hmm. no. And then uh, after the rush was over, I was like, hey, man, to the other person I was working with at the time, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to go to the bathroom because my knee is on fire. And as soon as I go to the bathroom, I sat down. And whenever I sat down, I heard my knee cap go, click, click. Oh. <laughs> and. <laughs> And then I look down and my fucking knee is all like swollen and I was like, that's, that's not good. And then I'm trying to walk on it and my knee's like, nah, bitch, you are not doing that. So I like call my boss and I was like, Hey, this just happened. And he comes and he's like, Hey, so, um, I don't have workers comp insurance. And I was like, I'm sitting outside at the point. Uh, and I was like, yo, dude, I don't give a fuck what you have or don't have right now. I need to get to an ER. I like, I've had 28 kidney stones in my life. And this, this pain that I'm feeling right now is so much worse than any of those. I I'm, I'll just go to the veterans hospital. I'll go to the VA. It's free for me to go there. I'll just go there. We'll fucking work this out later. And, uh, I get a ride to like the veterans hospital and I go there and they're like, yeah, you dislocated your fucking kneecap. Um, you're gonna you're gonna be out you're gonna be out for a while and I tell him this and he's like well I'll just I'll just pay you (laughs) I'll just pay you weekly until you're able to come back and I was like I don't think you understand how long that might be 
I don't even know how long that's going to be. And he's like, no, I got you. So he paid me like $500 one week. And then the next week it was 400. And the week after that, it was like 300. And then there was no payment for like a week. And I was like, I texted, I was like, Hey man, uh, I have rent to pay. <laughs> I have a truck loan. I have, I have bills and I can't, I can't work, dude. I'm, I'm fucking on my couch right now. Like I can't work. And he Holy didn't message shit. me back. And I was like, another week goes by. And I was like, dude, I can't, I can't do this. So He's ghosting I, you. Yeah. So, and it, what I didn't know is I guess like he was going through some family stuff at the time. Like his dad was like super sick, which hey, communicate better. But yes. uh, I went and got a lawyer because I was like looking into my rights uh, for like workers comp and well, especially and of, you're, you're sitting at home unable yeah. to like move and walk because you're like on the or walking is difficult because you're yeah, I'm on crutches. Right. So you're sitting around a lot. And what do you do when you're sitting around and can't do anything? You're just fucking getting shit done. You're, you're yeah. like, I, you know what? You're not going to fucking call me back. Fine. I'm getting. You're looking up best attorney in fucking day. Like it's yeah. Shout out to Brazil Law Group in Minneapolis. Uh, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> I, Brazil I... law. When you want Brazilian <laughs> law, but in America. Brazilian law. <laughs> We still slit throats. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they they got Brazilian waxes, and you can get your taxes. <laughs> all good. Brazilian waxes, and we protect your taxes. Brazilian law group. <laughs> oh yeah, there we just is. cut. We just cut three good commercials for yeah, them. They should be paying yeah. us, dude. Dan Brazil's the fucking shit. Dan I, Brazil. I, yeah, he's, he's, he's a real like guy. This little white guy, he's so nice, <laughs> but yeah, he's not who I Im- I imagined. Like this, like beefy, like kind of like Puerto Rican guy, like, or a ca- all, like capoeira beefy. dancer. Yeah. yeah, just like this beefy dude, and that's like what he sounded like on the phone. I was expecting to walk in and see like this beefy dude, and it was like this like like shorter little old white dude. <laughs> I was like. Dan. I was Tommy like, okay. Dan, Mr. Brazil right. was my father's name. He also <laughs> was the reigning Mr. Brazil, uh, 1982 to 1991. Also, um, <laughs> the reason that we're the Brazils is we, uh, our family had to go to Brazil for reasons in the 1940s. And then, uh, uh, then we moved my, to America. <laughs> my dad actually, it's a little known fact that my great, great grandfather invented that nut. He named it after him. He presented the Brazil <laughs> And then someone tried to sue him for stealing their idea. So That's we how we got into Brazil, property law. Brazil Law Group to protect our nuts. <laughs> oh, that's another one! <laughs> Brazil Law, we protect your nuts. nuts. Yeah, but uh, so what you flaps. you're talking to a lawyer yeah, what I found out in the state of Minnesota is that even if uh, your company doesn't have workers' comp insurance, there's actually uh, you're still entitled to benefits, and there's actually a fund provided to you by the state that we all fucking pay taxes for that will pay you benefits. So I was talking to my lawyer, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And uh, a week goes by, and he calls me. And he's like, "Hey, uh, just so you know." Um, 
this company has had workers' comp insurance this entire time. What? Yeah, and by this point, by this point, because I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting paid from my boss. I'm not getting workers' comp benefits. I am just getting my disability from the VA, which at the time was not a lot. I get more now, but it was not a lot. And uh, I lost my apartment. <laughs> I I am, like, living in fucking Duluth in another comedian's uh, spare bedroom. Shout out to Patrick Tagist and Caitlin for being the nicest people ever and letting me live with them rent-free after knowing me only for, like, six months. Patrick <laughs> um, and Caitlin. They're the fucking best. They are the fucking best. They're cutting promos for everybody today. Yeah, dude, all the promos the episode. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I lost I lost my apartment. Uh I did end up losing my truck too. My truck got repossessed. I lost literally almost everything. And and then this lawyer's like, Yeah, they've had workers' comp benefits this entire time. And I was like, I am gonna murder people I i'm gonna going, go have gonna a malaria dream i'm gonna have a malaria <laughs> dream all better be a malaria pill dream <laughs> i'm gonna have like, a malaria shit. pill dream i'm gonna buy denali and i'm gonna go down there <laughs> i'm gonna put some bodies in the back of this denali and i'm gonna put some body no it was uh and then i guess this this boss of mine they had two locations and he didn't, this is the story. He didn't know that the workers comp insurance, he had it cause it was at the other location, which I don't, I still do not know if I believe or not. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, like I finally got the, once my attorney found out that there were workers comp benefits and we were able to show proof that I was fucking injured to uh the my boss's like the company's uh workers comp insurance lawyer lady who is a bitch uh <laughs> god that woman sucked uh they i did get like Johnson, a bit of you're a bitch <laughs> yeah, dude oh man fucking god i can't stand her uh but well we all remember the brazil johnson fights of 2022 yeah the brazil slit throats the brazil yeah, johnson dude. fights They'll fucking fuck you up. <laughs> Protect the nuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did get like benefits and I got like back pay. I got like a little lump sum of money uh, that was literally just like back pay. It was like all the weeks that I had not been paid put all together. But mm-hmm. by that point, I had lost everything. So yeah, it was like, I didn't bring I'm, your truck back. No, I was like paying people back who had lent me money at this time. So I was like paying my parent. I was paying everyone back. And uh, and then my attorney was like, this isn't over, though. We're going to fucking sue. And I was like, let's Bet. go, baby. <laughs> let's fucking go. And let's now Sydney owns go. both locations. <laughs> and now I am. Welcome to Sydney sandwiches. <laughs> Sydney sandwiches. They're fucking great. Protect yeah, your nuts. What? <laughs> That doesn't make any sense I, uh, for a sandwich shop. This product fucking... does not contain nuts. I mean, I still want it. <laughs> it doesn't nice. have to make sense. Uh, I, 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 we ended up winning this lawsuit, but it was it was hell to go through. This former boss of mine told them that I was a comedian as well. Like I made a lot of money doing stand up, which is not <laughs> true. <at all>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking like I'm. 
touring the country or some shit. And it's like, nah, dude, I- I'm doing stand up so I can get free food. <laughs> <laughs> drink ticket. And, and a drink ticket and a comp meal. All right. Uh, but during the deposition that I had. Please with tell me they had lady, to show the, a video of your stand up. Dude, this is the wildest shit ever. The, this this insurance company, this worker comp insurance company, they sent out someone to one of my shows. Oh to yes, watch me do stand up, and I still don't know which show or where at. But they took a photo of me on stage and showed what? it to the doctor, and they were like, "She can actually go back to work if she's able to do this." And the doctor was like, "She's literally just standing on." stage <laughs> like, i remember this doing... time half the time you're bracing yourself on the table or stool that was next to the mic that. stand yeah 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 it was yeah I was wearing a brace and like leaning on something or i had like a cane or something and they tried to say because i was able to like go on stage that i should be able to go back to work at this like very physical job and the doctor Ooh, was wow. like no lady you guys are insane but also <laughs> i want to know I never found out like what show they went to. Did they think I was funny? Yes, yeah, that's tell, what them you, tell them you want the picture because you need new headshots. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was like, what did I? What jokes did I like? What did they hear? What is, <laughs> like, did you like? You guys notes? Do you have notes for me? Like, what? What did you like? <laughs> like, was I talking about squirting at that time, or oh. like? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we could we could go on for hours. I, I've done a, I've done shows yeah. with Sydney. Uh, she's she's fucking hilarious, you guys. But uh, we're, we, I think it's time we got to move on to our next segment. Um, Sydney, on this podcast, we don't just exist uh, to talk about lawsuits. Uh, we research trucking, the military. We don't. We have. We also on this podcast exist to battle the scourge that is known as Karens. So, dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Before we go into our next segment, we always like to ask our guest, Sydney Stevens, how would you define a Karen? The people that come into Grays in Minneapolis by the, to the Twins baseball park. <laughs> 80% of them are Karens because they are disrespectful, annoying fucks. <laughs> they just like Karens to me are just people that are not considerate of anyone else but themselves. Like they don't give a fuck about anything but themselves. That's that's a Karen to me. Although I think we need a different name because all the Karens that I've met have been like super nice. Fair. Oh yeah, well, yeah. We love Karen Pickering. She's a, she's a she's a yeah. frequent guest and uh, like she she was like I'm trying to take it back for the for, for the good ones. Um, I love her. <laughs> we do. We love. How can you not love that woman? But uh, on this podcast, Sydney, every week we look up different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Sometimes they're tweets or handwritten notes, and it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. Okay. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Each and every week, fellow contributor, former third mic, and general saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson 
dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here's Rebecca with the Karen of the week. Came here with my sugar daddy and the service was awful. My daddy was grumpy and he said we are never coming here again. The people that were next to us were very loud. The waitress was hitting in my daddy. I found a pube in my shrimp and no compensation was made. They need to shut this place down. $50 for one pound of crab with no meat in it? My daddy went to the restroom and then the waitress followed him in. They need to shut this place down. Okay. One star review. Was the was the place called Daddy's or did she just say Daddy <laughs> 11 times? It was because she was there with her sugar daddy. But she didn't. You could say that once. And then Daddy did this. Daddy did that. And then everybody did things to her daddy. Like it's. Daddy did is my favorite childhood book. Daddy did. Come over here. Come over here. Sit on my knee. I'm going to tell you a story. Daddy did. Ugh. Dude, the fact that she opened with my daddy was grumpy. Uh, my daddy was grumpy. That's how that daddy did story open, too. <laughs> <laughs> my daddy was grumpy. Oh, that's daddy that's... did. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's also the appropriate response. That face right there. And also, oh. like, she said that the waitress followed her daddy into the bathroom. What if he's daddy to the waitress, too? You know? Yeah, or what if he went into the a, girls' he's room? He's a father of four, thank you. He went into the ladies' room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she just happened to go to the bathroom at the same time, and they were actually different bathrooms. The bathroom's and, right next to one she, another. Yeah, she didn't see that. She just saw see that part. She's just I like, said, no, everyone wants my 56-year-old rich uh, sugar daddy, okay? Everyone <laughs> wants him so bad. Yeah, he's got some folds, and he smells weird. But you know what? It's okay because he gives me an allowance every week. Daddy wasn't there. She saw us. <laughs> she saw us pull up in Daddy's Chrysler Sebring convertible. She knows we have his, money. His his LeBaron. <laughs> I saw a LeBaron yesterday, and I was like, I, "Oh, I wanted one when I was a kid." And I kind of saw it the other day, and I was like, "You know what? I fucking want a LeBaron." I saw a pristine '87 LeBaron convertible, and the guy was driving it unironically, like he bought it brand new, and he just drives it in the summer. Okay, I uh, <laughs> this, is, this is taking a tangent. No, but... no, 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 no. I have to tell you mine because I, I, I had a moment. So I'm sitting at a stoplight, and to the right of me is um, this Mexican bodega. It's like, and there is a very not pristine 87 LeBaron convertible it used to be cherry red now it's just kind of reddish like it's so uh portly Mexican guy in the uh in the driver's seat and I watch him turn the car on so the lights come on and then he he does the he does a full uh sign of the cross kisses a fucking gold medallion that he had on his necklace puts the fucking car in park and then almost backs into another car that's also backing out at the same time across from him. I was like, holy shit, I got to get home. I got to get off the road before fucking praying to fucking make it home alive gets out there. <laughs> that's actually another trucker's uh, name, praying to make it home alive. <laughs> yeah. 
Parents, <laughs> pray to make it home a lot. Come back. <laughs> Bring your regular one on. It's praying to come home a lot. And much like driving <laughs> an old LeBaron, sometimes we have to ask ourselves. Like a brother, this is daddy. Come up, come back. <laughs> this is grumpy daddy. Grumpy, grumpy daddy. daddy. Grumpy daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and much like grumpy being daddy ma- is the fucking funniest thing we like a waitress following your daddy into the bathroom sometimes we have to ask ourselves gee why did it fail everything was squared away everything was squared away i had my plan written down i had my plan written down i thought i was here to stay i thought i was here to stay now, now i have to figure out why gee why did it fail i i thought you were gonna say and much like <laughs> much like the cb handle grumpy daddy Oh no, that's 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 cool. <laughs> it's the new that's segment. Not, that's not a fail. Why yeah, did it fail? New, no, it's the that's new a, segment. The new segment's just gonna be called Grumpy Daddy. <laughs> Grumpy Daddy. And so, you just re- find a review made by Grumpy Daddy every week. Ugh. <laughs> I think we should start yelping as Grumpy Daddy. Ugh. Oh god. And, no, and let's start no, putting up no. some one reviews as Grumpy no, Daddy. No, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of the show, start a start a handle on Google. Do Google reviews as Grumpy Daddy, and we'll send you the first awful service T-shirt when we finally get around to making one. <laughs> All right. So, gee, why did it fail? Sydney is a segment we do every week where we look at different restaurants, menu items. Um, ever since we switched to the Zoom Fork uh, style, we, we look at uh, commercials and 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 training videos. And we ask ourselves, why do you think that didn't work out so well? And uh, what's so funny about this is, so we've been, this has been a very Texas-centric episode. We've, we've never had anybody from Texas on our show before. And I, I found this before uh, I knew I was going to have you on the show. But then when I found it, I'm like, this has to be the one for Sydney Stevens. Um, and also, it's, 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 it's also appropriate we talked about uh, law firms, because this is for a Texas law firm. Yes. <laughs> And, and so I'm just gonna. It, it opens. We haven't even started, but it's uh, it's got American flags, yep. lots of American flags, yep. uh, and a uh, a man. Uh, I'm assuming is going to be a, a lawyer. Yep. Uh, Dude, I Mr. know Bob. where this is from. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this commercial, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you'll be able to comment on it. Well, it is a lawyer. Uh, what I'm assuming is the lawyer uh, in. Um, Kind of dress, uh, dress up. Uh, got a got a shirt, a white shirt on, and a tie. And I think it's a short sleeve shirt, uh, maybe ripped off, maybe cut. Uh, and he, black he, he pants. Kinda look, he kind of looks like uh, Michael du- uh, Douglas in Falling Down. A little bit, yeah. And, like got a nice like, clean b- cut before all the bad shit happened. On a, a mini dirt bike, yep. and, doing a wheelie, uh, popping a wheelie in front yeah. of all these American flags. So yeah. that's that's that's, that's the. That's the beginning. That's the, the, we haven't even started it yet. We haven't even started the commercial. This is going to be right, good. This week's G, why did it fail? Yes. Biking in slow motion. The eagle. Yes. Brian Wilson. 
Texas Lawhawk! Ron Wilson! Fuck yeah! Lawhawk! Challenge of Justice! Do Crawfish! Do Wheelies! Hot <laughs> out here! Brian Wilson! El Halcon de la Ley! Brian Wilson! The Texas Lawhawk! Hey guys! Uh, it's my shot marking. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a guy walking out. Wait, I'm in a full gym. There's a guy wearing just a werewolf mask in his underpants. Uh, and 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 Brian Wilson and a woman. There's also and Brian uh, Wilson's outside wearing sunglasses at night. Uh, uh, well, I guess we'll have to find out. But this image. Yeah, it's burned into my brain. It's an eyes wide shut party. When you, you know when you you know when you're leaving an eyes wide shut party. Uh, the house number two seven zero one. So uh, yeah. it, like, this is in, this is in uh, this is Fort a- Worth. <laughs> yeah, Fort Worth, where everything's worthless. All right, let's. All right, let's I gotta continue. see what Brian Brian Wilson is doing. Halloween. Oh, it's a Halloween party. Uh huh. What are you dressed up like this year? I'm going as the shirtless werewolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do that every year, honey. <laughs> so someone's going to get it some year. And I told you, you have to call me Grumpy Daddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so we, we heard the sirens. What's, what's going on? Well, well, well. It's no refusal weekend. So you have to blow. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to lose your license. These things are 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing it. Surprise failed. I like that he had to make the... The boobity boob noises? Yes, the he, dude, he, he, he likes Foley too, dude. Yeah, I just like also that they spent all their money on the fireworks at the beginning of the scene, so now they're, they're like, we can't get an actual printer. Yeah, this guy, this guy fucking brings the the water. <laughs> the new he t- he brings the water for the. It's the Culligan guy. He's just, yeah, he's like just getting random people in his life. Blow! Yeah, I don't think so. Someone <laughs> <laughs> just called me. Yes, there was a little person in the, the in the breathalyzer machine that he just bashed with a bat. He came in on a motorcycle, busted through. I assume a plate glass window. Which we all know. We all know that. That's no the reason. Little, that's the little person Ira kicked. Yes, we've had <laughs> this. We've gone to like full circle. Full circle. You look at the size of that, and he has a big pencil, but it just makes him look smaller. Him. They're like, he's like, really? Do I need a big novelty pencil? Really? <laughs> he's like, this is demeaning. Really? I'm in a fucking computer. I'm I'm supposed to play a computer. Also, in it a looks box. like the attorney is about to just t-ball you know, the, bat, the little yes. person's head. All right, let's see where this goes. I I'm loving this. That's why you don't blow, Boy Wilson, the Texas Lawhawk. <laughs> Or a loved one been arrested. <laughs> so, call Brian Wilson, the Texas Lawhawk, today. What's funny is okay. So when I saw, he, okay, I that saw, is an appropriate amount of eagles for a commercial in Texas. I love this guy. If I ever get in trouble, I'm call, in Texas. I'm calling this guy. 
I well, what's crazy about this is so like I, I I watched a different commercial from him, but then I saw like a little bit clip of this one. I'm like, okay, I gotta. This will be great. The dinosaur one too. Oh, I know. Oh, trust me. I'm going to beat this like a dead horse. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah. This dude, this dude's known for his fucking crazy ass commercials. (laughs) What's weird is like, I I, I had to look it up. I'm like, this can't be real. No, it's real. It's real. 100% real shit. Thousand percent real. This dude has a website for, yeah, he is a fucking actual, like certified attorney. (laughs) What I really hope is that he brings this enthusiasm and energy into the courtroom. Just drive the <laughs> dirt bike. This is goddamn outrageous! I just know. Just yelling. Want, just want, bust open the doors. The fucking law office here, motherfucker! Let's do some court! I also, Honor, I, for my first witness, I'd like to call the shirtless man wearing the werewolf mask to the uh, stand. Sir, can you say <laughs> your name for the record? Grumpy he's daddy. got a briefcase and he pulls a bat out of it and he just bashes evidence. Where's your fucking evidence now? Texas Lohawk! Call! I just, and I, I like just that love... he does the claws for the hawk. Call! Oh, dude, so hawk, many call. times. I love that there's a Lawhawk phone as well. Like oh, there's man. a regular oh, phone. That looks like a bald eagle, though. That looks like a bald eagle. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're not going to get too specific on well, look, you know, uh, And then in, as soon as he calls movies, it, Somehow there's a glass. Which 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 jail has a glass window on the main floor? It's okay, but do you, I like that they did a wide shot so you can see that they built a wall and then put the window. <laughs> do you see? Do you see the wide shot where yeah. if they came in a little closer, you wouldn't be able to see the completely fake wall that they built, painted to be the same color as this room. They had a, an added breakaway this, glass, and it's it's a door. It's not even like a window. He didn't fly in through a window. He literally rolled through the door fast. Yeah. Like they just had this. It's amazing. I love this. This looks Again. like it's filmed inside of a storage unit. It <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> also, where did he get the axe from? Uh, yeah, he was on the bike the whole time, bro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You don't. You don't have a. You don't have a. You don't have a bike axe. Dude, it's Texas. Everybody's got a bike axe. I don't, I don't have a bike. Where did the, the it, it was it was it was connected to okay. his bike. Okay, and I like if he was really badass, he wouldn't have had to wear goggles flying <laughs> through that plate glass window. Yeah, just everything about this is is, is a fever. This is this is a malaria dream. Full right suit. This is a malaria pill. Yeah, right? this like is this, a malaria dream. Yeah. Full suit, goggles, and an axe. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, a church pew in the background with a few people sitting on it. Tinkerbell and a doctor. Yeah, and uh, questioning their uh, life. A little person with uh, with a big pencil. And it looks like he has. Uh, a was CBS that the Teddy receipt? Roosevelt? Was that the Teddy Roosevelt phrase? Uh, yes. Like walk with a like be a small with person, a person with a big pencil. Yeah, a big pencil. Yeah. <laughs> so everything about this is I, I absolutely adore. Uh, but like it's so just it was it's so oh, like this is how hot it is in Texas again if like, he doesn't drive that dirt bike into the courtroom anyway I, I want to do something bad in in fucking Fort Worth just so I can hire this guy right Did go to the Please. stockyards go to the stockyards take a couple shots of tequila and you can do a lot of bad shit there <laughs> let's say this was filmed at one of the stockyards yeah, yeah. The, well, yeah. The stockyards. Uh, R.I.P. This... to the Cadillac Ranch that just burnt down over the weekend. But yeah. Is this? Hey, is this Brian Wilson? 
Hi, yeah, uh, you should come down to the stockyards. I, uh, I've had two shots of tequila and I'm about to do something crazy. <laughs> you just hear the eagle scream in the background. All right. Well, this has been uh, genuinely a, a phenomenal episode. Brian, but they asked me, uh, when you come here, can you just uh, not uh, drive through any of their plate glass windows? Uh, they asked me. No dice. Fucking <laughs> 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 I think he's just doing like a regular person. So this has been honestly a, a phenomenal episode, Sydney. Uh, but I think it's time we eighty-six the podcast. But before we do, there's one last segment that we do. It is called Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you, Sydney Stevens, get to review the podcast. Um, you can do it out of a five star metric, although you can use as many stars as you like. Uh, you can either review the podcast as a whole or me and Joe individually, and whenever you'd like to start. I don't have enough time to review you individually. Um, <laughs> no, this was, this was fun. This was fun. I, I wish this was in person. Uh, I love the map in the background and, and Joe's room. Matt, I love that you just have a bunch of shit on the dresser behind you uh, and a mm-hmm. vacuum cleaner. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll give it a, a solid four out of five because nothing's perfect in this world. And that I wish that it was uh, in person because I struggled with the, the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 used to do it in person, but then you know the the world fell apart, and I don't know how to unsubscribe from Zoom, so we're just going to keep doing it on this. I mean, once we got it going, it was it's cooking good. There you go, um, Sydney. How do our listeners follow you? Um, you can catch me. At any of your local truck stops, I'll be the lot lizard out there working the lot. No, uh, you can follow me on all my social media accounts at Sydney Stevens Comedy on Instagram, and uh, that'll take you to my Facebook as well. Or you can just search Sydney Stevens, add me as a friend. Let's get weird. Hashtag Smoky Dry Hit Mafia. Please don't look up Dry Hit Mafia on Instagram. That's my old vaping account. So that's the first thing we're gonna look up. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> um, you have a podcast that you're going to be putting out yourself soon, right? Yeah, uh, we're not sure when the drop date's going to be, but it will—you'll be able to find it on all of your podcast streaming platforms uh, at Trailer Park Philosophers. Yes, nice. Yeah. Yes, love it. Love Breaking it. down some big philosophy concepts with all the street smarts. <laughs> love it, love it. Who are you doing it with? Uh, Emma Dahlenberg. She's a fucking awesome nice. uh, comedian out of the Twin Cities. Very Hell good. yeah. Very good. Uh, this will be probably dropping in the next couple of weeks. Are there any uh, shows you want to promote? And uh, we're back Ooh. in the Gopher Hole starting September 8th in Duluth. And we've got a fucking killer lineup. We did a lot of reworking. So catch us back in the hole once a month for the entirety of winter. Yeah. And uh, I guess the biggest thing I have to drop is I'm doing a veteran show November 11th. Uh, it's going to be helping out uh, this hat that I'm actually w- wearing right now, Warriors uh, Warriors Next Adventure. And it's going to be a fucking badass show. AJ Wilkerson is headlining. Uh, I will be opening and Jonah... Maddox will be, uh, I guess, featuring middling, whatever you want to call it. So catch me uh, November 
I believe, November 11th at Doghouse Bar and Grill in St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh. Very good. Joe, how do people follow you? Uh, did it start raining? Oh, no. wow. It's fucking raining. Sorry, I like, I'm... Is it raining? Where do you live? I'm in, in Minneapolis. Oh, me too. It, it doesn't look like it's raining. And... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, baby, it's raining. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. You can cut that out. I'm, I'm doing a lot of... Like, I'm trying to keep my lawn green and it's like so I'm watering the lawn and now I have to pay attention to the weather and I didn't realize that it was raining today. So I, 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 I cut that. You can follow me. I'm uh, leaving that in. I don't. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, photographizing. That's the word photograph, I Z I N G. I don't know if anyone does Instagram. I, mean, I should probably post something there for you telling people to go there, right? But you should really go to www.whereoverherenow.com. That's where my uh, wife and I do our podcast. Uh, we got a new episode coming out. And uh, hey, hey, Joe, talk talk about your lawn again. I didn't realize it was raining. <laughs> so, uh, man, this has been you. another Joe Cocozello moment. Make <laughs> <laughs> believe friends. Sorry, we just don't get to use that sound drop that often. <laughs> that was a trap. It was a trap. Uh, you can follow me. I'm uh, Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter on X, uh, as I believe in truth and <laughs> advertising. I was like, uh, what the fuck is X? It's it's Twitter, but it's now it's Elon Musk X. Um, beyond that, uh, for me, let's big up every Wednesday evening in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub. Uh, as the Keller Comedy Open Mic, uh, doors open at eight. Show starts about nine ish, fifteen. It's nine fifteen. It's always nine fifteen. But get there early. Get a good seat. Uh, we have thirty-two ounce beer pitchers for six dollars. It's always a good time. Uh, we have comics of all varieties trying out new stuff. It's always so much fun. Uh, make sure to come to that. It's gonna be fun. Uh, September eighth, the Keller Comedy Showcase. I'm gonna be hosting that. It's gonna be at the Red Carpet Nightclub. Tickets on Eventbrite. It's going to be amazing. The next night, September 9th, I'm going to be doing Carly McMenamin's Triple uh, X Dirty Show in the basement of the Spring Street Tavern. Uh, it's going to be uh, a whole lot of fun. So we've got some good stuff coming up. Uh, as always, follow the podcast across all platforms at Awful Service Pod, um, at Awful Service Pod at gmail.com. Message us your Karen of the Week stories. G, why did it fail? Maybe, uh, maybe tell us about Texas attorneys. We don't know or care. Go! All right, no, this is this isn't Jay Moneyhawk. Um, that's the Money Night Comedy Show. He's stealing yeah. his car. <laughs> and all right, well, the, Sydney, thank thank you so much for doing the show. This has been a blast. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And uh, as always, don't mess with Texas. <laughs> 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 and have a good night. Because if you mess with Texas, you're going to need a good attorney. It's time to count the till Sweep the floors and mop the spills Say goodnight Dispose of the trash and turn out the light Tell me why I try This whole damn thing is a lie So I'll take my tips My services have earned me this Maybe I will find a way but for now, I'll count my tips and lock the door.